0: hello everyone welcome back to another episode of persuasion by
1: the pint i'm jonathan taylor along with sean mccool and happy i just have to say this as we're recording happy world air guitar championships or air guitar world championships i guess is is the proper way to say that i make air not war like air, not war. Literally, as we speak, they're, they're determining who is going to be this year's world champion for air guitar. That's right. So, it's exciting. Kids, when you think you can't grow up and do whatever you want, <laughs> you're wrong. You can. This is in uh, Alu, Finland. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alu, Lou Finland. Yeah. Got a live stream going right now, but we won't get into that. I was watching it earlier. Uh, I was just. You know
0: how to find the most obscure things and uh, (laughs) highlight those. I mean, last week you were, Sean was sending me a link to the uh, Savannah Banana uh, baseball team. Oh, yes. They made it to the
1: ESPN, the deuce.
0: Yeah. I've come to realize that there are only
1: two two teams in that league. uh, So they play each other all the time. Right. It's basically (laughs) like the Globetrotters. but we definitely need to do a show on them at some point. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's crazy.
0: It's crazy. I mean, talk about suspending, I mean, belief for a period of time. I mean, I didn't know what yeah. I was watching or
1: Yeah. Uh but yeah, we'll have to we'll have to make I that a discussion. I hope one of their couple of their nine rules that they have for baseball <laughs> make it to the major leagues. I do too. I
0: like the really? so the inning I mean, the the speed of the game format where Yeah. you know, you're you're good. you have a time limit and yeah, that's yeah. it. So, yeah, that's keep cool. from long, some long drawn out games that go into extra innings, man, that makes for some bad baseball for some of us people who aren't purist. I'm not a purist. Yeah,
1: no, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I want the entertainment. Exactly. You well, know, prof- professional sports have forgotten what business they're in. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> they, true. They are so full of themselves, mm-hmm. and they have forgotten that they are in the entertainment business. Yep. Yep. So, well, when you see a guy walk out to the batting box on stilts that's pretty uh that's pretty entertaining you know and then yeah, trying to run know. to first
0: base <laughs>
1: it takes a while to get his stride going but once he gets going man that's stride length that's right <laughs> oh, Stopping's that's a little tough too yep but but yeah well, we're going to be talking today about a couple of different things it's kind of a flight of persuasion here today we're going to be talking about what i've termed grudge marketing yes Um, based on an ad that I saw this week Mm -hmm. that I thought was just hilarious and very well done. Um, We'll also be talking about trigger words. These are words that amp up curiosity. Mm -hmm. There's at least 17 of them that we found. And then we're going to be going over some, uh, we'll be digging deep in the old archives and pulling out a classic Maybe even somewhat offensive ad. Classic. Uh, but, but could be somewhat offensive. Most of our, those classics are pretty, uh, most people would find them pretty offensive.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially
1: to our female <laughs> listeners. They might, it might be offensive. Um, Maybe not, who knows? Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what's on the uh, flight of persuasion today. Yes. But before yeah. we get to that, mm-hmm. speaking of rambling and mm-hmm. long winded and stuff. Yeah. Oh, we're going to talk about a um, hundred dollar book too. Yes. A yeah. hundred dollar book
0: that does not deliver, right? Ooh. <laughs>
1: yeah. I like that.
0: Man. Definitely marketing yeah. lesson. Mark, good marketing takeaway lesson on
1: delivering. Yeah. If you're if you're selling, if you're selling premium, buddy, you gotta deliver. You better deliver. That's absolutely right. Yeah. All right. What do you have over there? You've got a giant bottle of yeah. booze over there. Stock talking about premium, man. Look at this bad boy. Man, look at that. This is
0: the um, astro astronaut status. Um, after I drink th- this thing with 12%, I will be high as an astronaut. I will be in orbit. <laughs> I will be in orbit. Um, it is from Wiseacre Brewing Company, 2021, one of their select bourbon barrel aged imperial stouts. So... Huh. I haven't had one of these in a while now. You know, we've been on the kick of the light beers during the summer and the
1: yeah and the IPAs and the yeah the the. Uh, pretty soon we'll be having. Uh, I saw it in the store this week when I went to grab my beer, <laughs> saw two pumpkin beers. So it's yeah. it's happening. I was like, I can't do it. Too soon. I know. I know. It's a little too soon for the for uh, the uh, pumpkin. I mean, the and October and was out. And yeah. it's, I'm like, yeah. dude, not yet. Still got a week not till yet. September. Not yet. I yeah, wait a so little longer. So, I can't do it. Half, second half, of se- after September 21st, when summer's officially over, mm-hmm. I'll pull out the Oktoberfest, but not before then.
0: I will, though, however, pull out an Oktoberfest mug. Mug. <laughs> Man, that <laughs> thing's bigger than your head. It is. It is. It's the size of yeah. my head. So. Um, and no. it'll hold every bit of this, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> no. Hopefully, you didn't do arms today. You won't be able to. <laughs> nope, not today. I'm going to get my workout on Oof. the curls. Nice. All right. So, what do you got? I have got the the one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Oh, that's (laughs) clever. One hundred percent by what bakery? Um, What is that? It's by Bockfish. Oh, Bock. Oh, okay. Bok fish, fish, not bake fish, Bok fish, I guess is how you would say it. They are in Pearland, Texas, which I think is outside of Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's so many small towns in Texas, but I think that's where they're at. So this is a honey lager. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's the opposite end of the spectrum as far as alcohol content from what you've got. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty it's only light. only 5.3 and IBUs are only 9. So this is, I'm guessing this is almost like a, yeah. you know. I don't know, cider or something like that mm-hmm. without the fizz, but so yeah, honey lager. I figured didn't have many loggers on this summer. Go ahead and sure. pull this one out. I love a good lager. Yeah. So there we are. Honey lager. Um, it was uh, won the gold in U.S. beer open in 2020 okay. in the honey beer category. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> like that's a huge category, I the guess. Honey I beer know. category. I had no idea there was such a yeah. thing.
1: Yeah, apparently, or maybe they, maybe
0: okay, they're so, uh, create a, uh, create a,
1: um, create category. your own niche and then just okay. be the top of it, right? I mean, there that's- you go. <laughs> yeah, they don't say how many people were in that category. They just There's say three, they wanted three beers. So, all right. Well, uh, I filled mine cheers. to the top and this is where it came to.
0: <laughs> is that the whole thing? That's the whole, that's almost a whole bottle. Almost the whole bottle. And oh, that's wow. where it comes to.
1: Health. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, got it there. Before your arm gives out. <laughs>
0: yes. Oh man. Feel the burn. Oh. oh man. That's
1: a little much. All right. That wasn't a good response from you. Yeah. I'm- Mine's not great either. I'm going to give
0: it to be fair, I'm going to give it a second run. Maybe even okay. a third here. Mm. I appreciate
1: your grace. Mm.
0: Ooh man, it's strong. It's strong. It's um yeah. that 12%. Who would have thought? Yes, very sweet, strong. So um you know, I think I I think I warm up to these uh Definitely. Imperial uh, stouts a little in the colder months, and but yep. they just don't work right now when it's 95 degrees. Yeah. So, uh, I think I'm going to have to give this one a, um, I'm going to have to give this one a two, two, a two, two.
1: Ooh, wow. That's, yeah. that's, that's brutal for that, uh, that category of beer. Yeah. Well, for my 100%, um, honey lager, I'm going to have to give, Pretty low as well. The flavor's good, mm-hmm. but the the texture is just like all wrong. It feels flat, like watery. Mm-hmm. Like it's got a decent flavor, but it, <laughs> it just comes off very watery. Yeah. Just ugh.
0: really okay. Yeah.
1: Um, just, yeah Which is it's refreshing kind of
0: right now in Texas. I mean, we're. In
1: <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't even have that. You know, even the little bit of like very little head when I poured it. Yeah. So it's it just doesn't have that or whatever you know you get from i don't know it's just flat yeah. That's the only way i can describe it right so i'm gonna give it a I'll, i will also give mine a a uh, two two just because it's two low scores wow yeah so much usually for the, we uh, have
0: one that's offsets but man it's yeah. it's pretty bad
1: when you it's a bad day when you've had <laughs> two yeah lows. Uh, and what's what really sucks about this one is you know usually i try to buy singles and i just couldn't find any last night because mm-hmm. i've I think I bought all the different beers in the store. <laughs> um, so I just like, oh, honey, I've had some good honey beers before and bought the six pack and now I'm stuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, take it to the next
0: party. Those are great. Yeah, exactly. Save those. Those are great giveaways. Um, exactly.
1: we um, <laughs> got, I got two or three, like, you know, leftover beers and partial sure. packs. Yeah. You get taken to the neighbors and stuff like that. <laughs> <They're> great holiday <laughs> gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Look for yours in the mail soon. All,
0: All right. right. Well, we've got some c- cool uh, topics today. Um, like you said, you're going to be talking on uh, sharing on some, uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, grudge. Marketing. Grudge. Yeah. I wanted to say grunge, but it's gr- <laughs> grudge marketing, not grunge marketing. Um, Grudge marketing, we're going to do some uh, mind hijacks on copy, old school copy, and then we'll get into uh, some words, some trigger words that you sent me this week
1: that are really good, so. Yeah, um, well, let's start with uh, kind of the fun one. We'll talk about some grudge marketing. Okay. So, this is just a great angle. Really, all this is, it's an angle. I don't know if you've seen, I I know I sent it to you. I don't know, but if our listeners have seen or heard about Jeremy's Razors. Yes. Which you can go to Mm -hmm. jeremysrazors.com. You can also go to um, (laughs) ihateharrys.com. Brilliant. (laughs) Which is actually the call to action at the end of this video. Yeah. So Jeremy is the guy, the CEO of The Daily Wire. Mm -hmm. You know, conservative, you know, talk radio. Yeah. And Harry's got all offended when... Um, uh, one of their hosts, we won't say which one, um, mm-hmm. uh, said men are men and women are women. Yeah. Right. And Harry's pulled their advertising. Yeah. So this whole campaign is about, uh, kind of anti Harry's as you can see with the flamethrower, yeah. you know, shooting on the Harry's stuff here yep. in, the, in the image, mm-hmm. but it's, it's kind of a dollar shave club feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, a commercial yeah. video, Absolutely. yeah, but with a lot more like grudge and vitriol yeah. and like, <laughs> Hey, if they want to pull their stuff, fine, we'll make a better razor. Sure. You don't have to, and, and all the retargeting ads that I've been getting, mm-hmm. um, are like, don't give your money to people who hate you. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it's just That's like, they're all in on the polarity. Sure. You know, yeah. just know who their target market is. Mm-hmm. Um, And they're just going hard after it. It's like, you pissed me off. So I'm going to start my own company, my own brand, and I'm going to take you down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, So that's why I call it grudge marketing. Because literally the whole thing is just like this grudge he has against Harry's for dropping, you know, their advertising. Well, it's a great
0: example of another, I mean, what we're going to talk about today, in addition to just being, you know, in your face, type thing, but it's also creating a, they've created, they've learned how to create a problem outside of competing one-on-one against a razor. So razors are, I mean, how much different are you going to get on a razor? So exactly. Why not create it's a commodity? Yeah, it's a commodity. So let's create another problem to solve, which is corporate wokism
1: you know, and then all yes. these brands out yeah. there. Find an enemy, right? Right. We've exactly. said before, find a common enemy. I mean, I love it. Look at like one of the, <laughs> the links on the top is why I hate Harry's. Right. Stop giving your money to woke corporations who hate you. Give it to me instead. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love the bluntness of that. Like, just give it to me instead. Oh,
0: yeah. It's totally, um, totally irrever- uh, uh, irreverent, which is great uh, lesson that, you know, you learn is, uh, treat your product with reverence and everything else with irreverence. I think that was one of our guests said that from um, yeah. one of our previous guests. I always I actually wrote that down on a little whiteboard. I loved it,
1: but um, yeah, I mean, look at that, the story. Uh, yeah, I love this, I love this line. So he's basically saying, you know, we they paid us, we advertised the razors, we did this for years, um, you know, they left us for saying boys to boys and girls to girls, it was too much. So they betrayed us. Mm-hmm. At the behest of a two-follower Twitter account, Harry's publicly condemned our show. I love that line. That's like, it's probably, you know, the point there is like, it's probably one person that said something, (laughs) you know, that has no weight, no pull. A two-follower Twitter (laughs) account. That's great. That's just a great line because you can, you instantly like see that person like complaining about, you know, the show or what was said on the show. My question is, why was that person listening to, the Daily Wire anyway. What did they think they were going to hear on the Daily Wire? Oh, sure. Of course. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. um they said the the views you hear on our programs, whether you agree with them or not, are inexcusable <laughs> and misaligned values. Right. I mean he just goes all in and just uses, you know, the 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 very thing that, you know, was a big problem, he turned it into a whole new not just a new marketing opportunity, but an entirely new brand. Right. Exactly. I mean, that is just like... The video is mean, incredible, you know. Just yeah, go. I mean, um, yeah, go to com or I hate harrys.com. They both go to the same place. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's a good video just over the top. You know, mm. we've talked about hyperbole and how that works and, you know, all that stuff. And just the, this guy's got a grudge against Harry's now and he's just going to make a razor and <laughs> buy it. so. Great, great marketing. It's great. Yeah. It's it's a great, um,
0: you know, the story of you against the corporate world, the corporate woke world, and being completely yeah. um, irreverent in your advertising towards them, telling the story, the backstory. It's good. It's good. I think they've done a great job. It's an incredible video. So,
1: yeah. So you get a chance to go over there to, um, Jeremy'sRazors.com or IhateHarrys.com and watch yeah. the video. Yep. Um, and then watch the retargeting ads that you get oh, once course. you get to site too, cause you're going to get some good Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram retargeting ads, yeah. um, that are in the, that same line of grudge marketing. So next time you got an enemy or somebody pisses you off, just, you know, start a million dollar brand and, <laughs> That's how you solve the problem. That's it. That's it. Create it a new have your own model. media network too. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, it's got some, some pretty good financial backing there. So. Yeah. So it's doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's um, where you want to go next. You want to talk about the book or you want to save that for the end? Uh, no, we can talk about it now. So, uh, we, all right. so we, we, yeah, we mentioned this book before.
0: Uh, yeah. It's a, um, and I haven't seen the ad. Sean mentioned it a, uh, book is greatness. Um, which I have no idea. I didn't buy the book based on the ad. I bought the book because I really wanted to see what their marketing was from start to finish. Um, the ads are pretty good because they do, they do a good job of telling a story. Um, but my, my takeaway or my learning
1: experience from buying this is to figure out for those. Yeah. Before those, uh, that don't know about this book. So it's from a guy named David cook. Yep. He's a speaker Yep, and he has this book and it showed up on a Facebook ad a while back. Then we talked about it, mm-hmm. but he's got this book and it's a hundred dollar book. And the last, se- the last section, is it sealed? Yes, it is sealed. Yeah. You know, so it's this collector's author signed collector's gift book and he mm-hmm. sells it for a hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, and it's a very like, you know, there's even a, 750. Though that's a 10 back. I was gonna say that's yeah, yeah,
0: that's um, for the corporate so buyer. Yeah, so it's
1: a, you know, it's a basic book. He's got some street cred as far as brands he's helped and things yeah. like that. So you know, it was intriguing. I was like, wow, a hundred dollar book that's that's mm-hmm. interesting. And then the sealed chapter at the end, yeah. So Jonathan went ahead and took the dive and and oh, ordered it, right? And uh, you would expect that this would come in. A gold-plated box of some kind. Um, <laughs> you think the packaging would be very impressive, or at, least, or at least like a a re a reused Apple box or something. You right, know? right, exactly. Did, show show us what this hundred-dollar book was delivered in.
0: Okay, I got to say, I was very disappointed because actually, I've got a, a little prop here. A little. First of all, <laughs> when the postman arrives, is delivering something that you paid
1: hundred bucks for that's a sheer Wait, what, sign that i'm sorry i can't let this go why do you have a toy mail truck in your office <laughs> it's a uh, it's a lumpy mail
0: prop that i'm sending out i'm i've got these lumpy things sitting all over the office awesome i just i buy them when i'm out and i'm like okay i'm gonna turn that into a lumpy story something yeah, yeah.
1: cool so, all right so so it was delivered by you usps first usps
0: always a always a red flag when you when you see USPS tracking, because it's the worst delivery. I mean, the lengthy yeah. delivery, and you don't know if it'll show up. And it comes in this bubble mail. I mean, typical bubble mail, just wrapped and taped. You know, two two pat. You know, two layers. Right here's the inner. the The book was wrapped yeah. in the paper, and then the it's tab- wrapped in the bubble just to make sure it doesn't get damaged. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's jammed in my mailbox. This is not a book that you have jammed in your mailbox, right? Yeah. This is a book that should arrive like first class,
1: FedEx, in a box. Oh, and it came with a little stand, right? Yeah,
0: it did come with a stand, it's stand. It is wrapped it's kind of in plastic.
1: Just wrapped in plastic. So straight from Alibaba. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so as a lesson here that if you're going to sell, a, you know, a premium product or add value. I mean, you've got to follow through because my impression is just gone, you know, so I'm not so much when I go into the box, you know, when I go into the book, regardless of how good it is, I've been already somewhat Mm -hmm. primed to expect, not expect a whole lot in return for what I'm getting.
1: Right. So, um, yeah. And like, if he, if he sent you, let's say he sent, let's say he knew what he was doing with marketing and beyond this, you know the, just the price of the book and he sent you a back end offer for like an event or a course mm-hmm. you're going to think very hard about like well, absolutely if that's if that's how he delivered a book mm-hmm. like with no care really yeah. other than bubble wrap like i don't know do i want to buy a higher end product do i want to go to an event where they're going to yeah. have like red and white checkered tablecloths at the event right. like and <laughs> <laughs> you know Serve peanut no, butter t- and jelly sandwiches. Yeah, it just feels cheap. It does after buying a after buying a premium product, you get cheap packaging mm-hmm. and delivery. Yeah, and it's just totally incongruent with what you bought. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So,
0: I mean, even when I buy, like, I'll buy, I'll, I'll send books to, um, you know, customers out there, and even my own books that I've written in the past are on Amazon if I want to send a book as a gift or send it the right way to make an impression, I just go over to Amazon, order the thing and have it gift wrapped and shipped with a little personal message on there, which you can do on Amazon. Everybody's got that feature. If you order a book or send it to somebody, you get to the very end, you just select gift and they will
1: personally wrap it in. I think I've Shown it in the past, they put it in a little gift wrap. Um, yeah, it's a nice gift wrap. I've sent it mm-hmm. to a couple of people and I've gotten, yeah, I sent one to myself one time to see what it was like. And it's, it's like quality paper, it's yeah. well wrapped, you know. So I mean, yeah, something that's that simple, it doesn't take a lot of extra time, but right when you,
0: when you send these out in a, in a kind of haphazard and just kind of, um, you know, it's, it's poorly, you know, poorly packaged and wrapped it wasn't even congruent i mean it was just kind of folded over and everything so it was like wow that's crazy that you you buy a hundred dollar book and then you know what you get is not what you expected so um yeah lesson learned there so and it may be a good read i'm not i'm not judging the book i'm not judging the content Um, in fact I, i probably would say that you know the uh, the information in the book is probably good. I don't know how great it would be, but the fact that he's worked around some of the top athletes in the profession is yeah. uh, is is pretty. You know, his experience alone. So it'd be interesting to get some takeaways from that. I'm not judging the content, but I am judging the way he presented it.
1: Um, so that's yeah, because the uh, website was the website was well done. Yeah, yep. copy was good. Absolutely, like, you're like, oh, this is this is different. You know, and then you get a not so different delivery experience. Yep, exactly. So right. It just ruins all the work you did up to that point. Mm-hmm. It just ruins, and, and, you know, even at a hundred bucks, he's not making much on that book. So that's oh, not going to be his not. business model. <clears throat> right. Um, and even if I'm hiring this guy to come speak, because he is a speaker, I'm still going to have second doubts when I get that package in that condition. Right. I'm yep. like, hmm, like, is he going to deliver? Like, sure, yeah. You know, so... <laughs>
0: I mean, and Sorry, I would have you know, it's 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 funny that you know, if you're paying that much for a book, you're probably gonna pay a little extra, even if you have to pay a little extra cover the kind of postage that need that it needs to be sent in, you're probably gonna pay a little extra for that, you know, if you're willing to go that far. Yeah, so. I mean he
1: could he could charge one twenty five. Like nobody's yeah. gonna right. the difference between $100 and one hundred and one twenty five, it's the same buyer, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. And then put that $25 towards a well-made box mm-hmm. that has the book on one side yeah. and the stand on the other, you know, Absolutely. with the phone yeah. packaging. And that's actually what I envision. You open the box
0: and in, in the box, in the front, you look at it and you see the book kind of placed inside of one side and then you open it up and there's the uh, the stand on the other, you know. Or
1: the stand could be below it, yeah. you know, like a two-layer thing like you see in some of the Apple boxes, right. you know where you your phones on top when you open the apple box and then the you know the wires and stuff's below it. Yep. Something like that would have been a a cool way to do it. Mm-hmm. And I mean yeah, that's a little bit of hassle. but he's probably not selling a ton of these, that's probably part of it. Sure. But he could have bought 100 of those boxes easily. I, I doubt they would have been more than 25 bucks a piece. Yeah. Your markup's already
0: pretty good to include some room yeah. in there for for a little bit of packaging
1: there, so. Yeah, and <laughs> it just would have left so much better impression. Yeah, absolutely, um, no doubt. For anybody, for anybody that wants to hire him. Yep. So, all right, we beat that poor <laughs> Dr. Cook to death, so. Uh, I know, I know. Give uh, us an
0: update in the future about the book itself. Yeah, content, we'll, like I said, content might be good, but packaging, yeah. I give him a, a D minus on that one. Absolutely, uh, so uh, I did want to share, and we'll get into uh trigger works, but tr- trigger words, but I did want to share a um a, an ad that I came across with Dan Kennedy, and it goes it's a really good example of um what we call mind hijacking, where you're not selling the the initial or the the direct benefits of your product or your service. But you're taking your customer back to in an emotional state, right? And you're creating a problem for them to direct their attention to. And a lot of times it's completely away from the product, right, itself. And a great example of that, Dan, I was listening to an audio recently that Dan Kennedy, uh, I think it's 43 Marketing, something, 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 43, uh, 43 Secrets of Marketing is the title. Um, let me, let me uh, put this on my share. Let's see here. I forgot. I can't just go to it. I have to share it. Uh, let's see.
1: (laughs) Share that beautiful marketing footage.
0: All right, here we go. Let's see. I've got 5 billion tabs open. All right, let's see. (laughs) There we go.
1: Just don't put the wrong one. up. (laughs) So
0: here it is the tie, the, uh, the headline and this goes back to I think the 1920s or 30s but this is so yeah. relevant today. Um, yeah. So the what's the pro- the end product is Doctor Elliot's five foot shelf of books which is in other words it was they were selling encyclopedias. Um, but before they even they weren't even selling in this ad they weren't even selling the encyclopedias in the ad they were you were sending off for a free uh, book that um, the title of oh, it was 15 minutes a day. And, um, it's a free book that contains Dr. Elliot's plan of reading, right? he's going to give you his plan of reading. And then you have huh. to go <laughs> yeah, you use that plan and go buy his five foot shelf of books in the process. Which um, I think the
1: five foot shelf of book, wasn't that like all the classic books that you should be reading or something yes, like that? All the classic books, the I think books included
0: some, it's encycl- yeah, maybe, yeah, it was all the classics and then some encyclopedias and dictionaries, all the stuff that, you know, yeah. um, before the internet came along, it was yeah. it was a thing to sell. <laughs> right. Um, but here's the title. This is what struck me. One year married and all talked out. So <laughs> the story is for, for anyone that can't read it, because it's a little fuzzy even on my screen, but I've kind of zoomed in on it a little. It says here are two young married people. For a year, they've been spending their evenings together. And now as the second year of their marriage or of their married <laughs> life begins, they are all talked out. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Nothing Ouch. left to talk about. Right. Um, he sits in a, in uh, he sits in moody silence under the lamp, the click of her needles. See, this is a little, this is where we get into the uh, little bit of the sexism, Ste- I guess. <laughs> <little> yeah. <stereotype. laughs> <laughs> the click of her needles is the only sound that breaks the veil of depression in the room. I mean, Dang. that's a pretty good copy right there. The veil of a depression. De- the veil of the depression. Room. Wow. Wow. Is Please. there anything that would brighten their evenings? Uh, how can they get more things to talk about? How can they turn their silent, lonely hours into real human uh, companionship? The answer to this question into the question of thousands of married couples like them is contained in a free book that you may have for the asking. It's called 15 Minutes a Day. And uh, it is a vivid, stimulating way that tells how every man and woman can gain the knowledge of life and literature, the culture, the broad viewpoint that will turn lonely evenings into fine comradeship. Comradeship. I haven't used that one in a while, yeah. <laughs> um, wow. man, just painting that picture. Um, yeah. So when you're in a marriage, you don't have anything to talk about sits in moody silence. So to me, that one was the thing and who, you know, this ad was underlined. He sits in moody silence under the lamp. The click of her needles is the only sound that breaks the veil of depression in the room. Man, <laughs> it's dark. Yeah.
1: So, so dark.
0: So, here it is. I mean, what are we doing here? We're not talking about the books. We're not talking about the books and the benefit and, you know, how, you know, reading these books or even first getting the free copy of 15 minutes a day that will get you on track and show you how um, to, you know, liven your marriage just because you'll have more things to. No, they paint the picture of something that. I'm sure a lot of married couples, you know, they go through the, what do they call it? The, um, uh, the two-year lull or the two-year something or other after, yeah. you know, cause I do think everybody, every couple goes through it, but so they point out a problem that most people don't think about, but they
1: identify it. Yeah. As soon as it, you read it, you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I've been there. That's us. We have been sitting. Yeah, exactly. And so it'd be so easy to adapt this for today, you know, instead of knitting needles, obviously <laughs> you'd have like, she's scrolling on her phone. Yeah. He's flipping
0: through the remote, you know, to find out or flipping through the channels or he's flipping through, he's uh, scrolling through Netflix or whatever. And they're just kind of sitting there and not talking. And, you know, it's kind of like, you can picture that today.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, you know, and so the whole point is creative. It's called the created problem school of advertising where you need to create problems that Mm -hmm. aren't, Identifiable right on the forefront. And I see this and I look through um, <clears throat> when I get here's a copy of a publication that I get. Um, I'm going to stop sharing this for a second. Uh, let's see. Publication that I get in um, the manufacturing industry is one called Coding's World, right? <laughs> Uh, I go oh, through this magazine. <laughs> <laughs> this will, uh, this will, like this would live in any marriage. You know, you're sitting there and you'll have a lot to talk about. Um, Who needs melatonin? <laughs> <laughs> but man, I go through these ads and I look at the way things are positioned. Um, here's one ad that says a uh, full, pa- you know, full page ads in these magazines. T- this magazine's filled with, or this trade journal's filled with full page. Uh, advertising is wasted space full pages that say that waste about a quarter of the uh, about a quarter of the page that says proven excellence (laughs) that's it you know and then something i have no idea you know describing some process i have no idea uh about and then some quick bullet points optimized for our blah, blah, blah. And, and it's just awful. I mean, it's just terrible. I mean,
1: but you got to optimize, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. You got optimization (laughs) is critical to next level success. That's (laughs) right. That's right. That's a, there's like a, there's like a dictionary of, uh, of, of trade journal uh, wording that you have to use in every advertising, uh, every, every advertisement that you run, but it's crazy, man. I mean, you think about some of the ads like from the back in the 20s and the 30s and the 40s when the great or the even the 60s those you know the those decades of really good advertising and you wouldn't see them in any of these magazines today you know the 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 poor schlep that's uh, you know uh, in bed at night and he's uh you know he's he's uh he can't sleep you know because of what's going on at the at the manufacturing plant and all of the problems that they're having and telling the story of that guy who's, uh, stressing out or he's on, uh, heart medication. (laughs) I mean, it's just, you know, telling those types of stories, it's everything is the same now where you're just showing off features and benefits in so many of these. So copywriters in industries like this could have a heyday if, I
1: mean, if these people, I mean, I did that for what, I did that for five or seven years with yeah. the granite industry. I wrote yeah. re-wrote oh, yeah. so many ads into mm-hmm. the story form. Yeah. One of our best performers was a, was a router mm-hmm. that routed stone. Yeah. And I remember I came up with a headline that's like, um, I can't remember what it was now, but I turned it into a story about, because my client would repair the routers because they all just got damaged. They refurbished them and right. right. Sent them back. Um, and it was something like finally a manufacturer who listens to a repair man, 21 improvements so far. Right. And I told the story about this repair guy and Mm -hmm. how he was always telling the manufacturer all the problems he was seeing. And the manufacturer actually said, Oh, thanks for letting us know. And they fixed it. Yeah. You know, which then leads to the idea that the, that's great, that the routers improved and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. So sure. But yeah, it was all story based. Yeah, and I, I did, I did s- dozens of those over you know probably seven to ten year period. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it was about seven years. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, so easy to do. And you're right. Like if you're a copywriter out there and you want a, some easy copy, yeah, like go go find some manufacturing and that type of client in the B two B space, right? Because the bar is so low. It is you know compared it really compared is. to like financial or health copy or. Internet marketing copy or anything else. It's it's just and what you have to do, Sean. You
0: have to ask the you have to ask a lot of questions because they're going to give you what they think
1: mm-hmm. that
0: their selling benefit is, and they're completely yeah. most of the time they're completely missing. You know the forest for the trees. They think it's yeah. it's the it's this that they've always been selling. It's features
1: our, the benefit the features mainly yeah yeah and maybe some w- benefits of those features, but they don't get into the human right part, which is what a lot of these stories do. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. It reminds me of,
0: uh, I was at a manufacturer recently and we were just talking about, uh, the difference in, which is a a couple of different, uh, chemicals that they use in their process. Both of them are, they consider commodity items, right? These were commodity Mm -hmm. products that go into their, um, this milling process and, uh, but I ask questions like, what is, what do you see is the difference between this one and, you know, product A and product B that you're running through your meal process? And, you know, one of the plant, the plant manager said, well, uh, you know, product A is a less dense product. That's the one that we use product B is a higher dense product. So I said, well, what does that mean? What does that mean for you? Well, it's, it means there's less water, um, which he said is, you know, and he starts to thinking, which is probably it's in some ways it's good. In some ways it's bad. And then he starts thinking, well, it means less water, which means it's less, it, it costs us a less energy to, cause they have to run this through a dryer to kind of, you know, evaporate the water out yeah. of the process, which is natural gas and natural gas is going up. So he's like, yeah, it's, sa- it's actually saving us, you know, product B would save us uh, in, in the amount of, you know, natural gas, fuel energy, Uh, you know, so, um, so those are outside. So you ask questions and like, Oh wait, we just identified, you know, what, you know, cost savings there on something that you never even thought about. Right. You're just thinking about, you know, features. There's no, these are two, there's two commodity products. They're closely the same, but until Mm -hmm. you start digging you start really asking a lot of questions and get feedback. And most of the time they don't realize, they don't even know, um, yeah, you know what some of the benefits are that you can see. Yeah, and a lot of times
1: it's hidden in the process. Yep. Yeah, you know, for sure. Just like, like just, what's
0: the uh the the ad guy that did the Schlitz or was it the Schlitz yeah. beer? Yep. S- started really looking at their process and said, you know, it was uh run through a um
1: you know, their process was like
0: so much clean. Yeah, th- filter filtered clean. Filter yeah.
1: yeah. And they're like, "Oh, everybody does that." Like, <laughs> yeah, but nobody's talking about it. No one's it. talking about it, so so that doesn't mean everything that nobody's talking about is worth advertising. That's true. But in that case, a consumer would want clean, fresh, yep. yeah. you know, pure, anything that they're putting in their body, mm-hmm. even though it's alcohol. So it's actually yeah. not, <laughs> not pure, <laughs> but the idea stands. So sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's good stuff. Um, I'm going to share my screen. We'll move on to the trigger. Triggers. Words. Uh, not trigger,
0: not, not triggers on, uh, not your nine mil or
1: your AR. This is a a trigger word. Yeah. All right. So these words, so I I got these in an email from our friends over at AWAI, Mm -hmm. where I learned about copywriting, AWAI.com, um, and they were just sending out an email and it said in they sent this list and I forwarded it on to Jonathan because I know he likes these kind of lists. I love these. Um, it says, when it comes to your prospects need to seek out information, you can use certain trigger words that amp up their curiosity. Mm-hmm. And here are 17 emotional trigger words that you can use. And some of you out there, you're going to roll your ears when you hear this. <laughs> and you're going to be like, that's hypey. That would never work. And I'm telling you, all of these continue to work. Yeah. Cause it's just it it just short circuits the brain and people mm-hmm. just gotta know, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Um number one on the list. I don't think these are in any particular order, but if they were, number one would be the correct order. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, see, yeah, because secret continues to work. Mm-hmm. Um and I had a copy chief tell me one time, he's like, It's a secret to somebody. That's right. Like that's right. You know, especially if you're going to cold traffic, it's, mm-hmm. it's a secret to somebody. Yep. So yep. don't be afraid to use the word secret because yep. it continues to work. Mm-hmm. Banned is really powerful. Um, it's, it kind of falls in that grudge thing we were talking about, right? Yes. like, you could use that if, uh, I know when they did end of America back in, you know, 2010, when that went just supernova crazy mm-hmm. and it got banned from one of the like network TV stations. Oh yeah. And they went all in on that. Right. They're like banned on three networks. Yeah, right. Now available to you <laughs> uh, in an Alex Jones voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, illegal. Man, people love to know. Oh, I no, That's illegal or uh, yeah. taboo. Curio- uh,
0: yeah, curiosity, taboo. Yeah, yeah,
1: those words are really, really curious. Right, because you don't usually see people advertising. Illegal, right? So when you see illegal in a headline, that's an advertisement for something, Mm -hmm. whether it looks like an advertisement or not, it's going to get your attention as more content than sales piece. Yeah. But it depends on how you use it. If you just say, you know, this is so good, it should be illegal. That's, that's probably not quite the, the angle you need. You need something a little stronger than that. Right. But yeah, taboo. So what, I won't go through all of them. What was your favorite two or three on this list? Well, I've used actually,
0: um, I actually went and used one of these in my, uh, in one of my emails this week, and it was exclusive is one of the ones that I used. Okay. Um, And it was directed not to, um, not to a prospect, but to uh, existing, uh, existing clients, um, yeah. and it was tailored to an exclusive, the exclusive, um, service that, that uh, is provided to a lot of our select customers with, uh, you know, some of the, you know, tank features, tank technology features that are, uh, used to analyze all of your data, track your usage, blah, blah, blah. And so, um. So yeah, I've already ripped. I've already swiped. I think I actually swiped two of these in some emails that I used this week. So
1: um, yeah, exclusive is good. I've used for several different promotions. Um, I love the invitation only, members only. Yeah. Uh, another one is like password protected. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've thrown that into like whenever it's a membership site, I'll always throw in like password protected. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's good. Which
1: it is, right? Right. Because, I mean, you get a password when you sign up Mm -hmm. because everybody does. Yep. Um, But it just makes it a little more like secretive and, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it makes you like, ooh, password protected. Wow. Right. Right. But actually, every site you go on, you know, that you're a member of is probably password protected. (laughs) Exactly. But it's like, it's like we said about Schlitz, nobody's saying it. No, So, it just sounds different. Right. Right. I did a promo one time, like instead of behind the scenes, it was behind closed doors. Mm, I like that it was about better. A, it was yeah. about a, and I've seen, that's been used quite a bit, um, but not as much as it could be. Like if you were selling um, recordings to an event, mm-hmm. you know, that was a paid only event, then you could do a whole thing about, you know, yeah, secret information shared with, you know, 137 entrepreneurs at a, just at a undisclosed location behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Like, and all that would be true. Cause if you didn't have a ticket, you wouldn't have known where it was. You mm-hmm. wouldn't, you know, um, so using stuff like that really ramps up the curiosity. It's like, Ooh, why yeah. was it? Why was there only a hundred people there? Why was it right? Closed doors? Right. Like, you know, all these things that your brain just jumps to conclusions. Mm-hmm. You can use that, um, to, get people's curiosity, ramp it up. Sure. Yeah. Insider's another, you see that all the time in the financial, you know, insider. It, yeah. Insider's um, guide or ins, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or even, yeah, anything, fitness, anything. Insider's mm-hmm. guide is just a, because everybody believes that they're being left out of yeah, something. Right. And that's why all mm-hmm. of these work, right? Secrets, mm-hmm. banned, illegal, insider, censored, everybody yeah. thinks like at the heart, everybody's a conspiracy theorist in something. Sure. Yeah. Right. You know, they, everybody knows there's something out there that somebody is keeping from them or believes that there is. Yep. It doesn't matter what it is. It may be a diet secret. It may be a, you know, how to keep your kid from, you know, staying up all night, like whatever. Somebody out there has the answer and they're keeping it from you. And no matter how many times you've seen that before, it doesn't, it doesn't
0: matter you still think there's something out there.
1: Yeah. Well, there's it's, gotta be. because There's
0: gotta be. Because if there's not, yeah, what does that mean? Like, you know, that's even worse. If so this not can be, th- yeah, this is rinsing. this is repeat stuff that works every time because our brains yeah. will tell us there's one thing that in the process of learning everything else that we thought that was left out, you know, they left out to us that we've diligently jumped in and, and read and put yeah. all the work in there's always that
1: one thing that we could miss. Right. So, and these, and these phrases aren't just for headlines. Like you can use these in, in the paragraph copy, yeah. email, subject lines. So here's one I'll, I'll make one up real quick for Jonathan. Um, the secret golf swing technique that's banned by the PGA. Yeah. Like Jonathan's like, I gotta know what that yeah, is. I gotta know. Yeah, exactly. Curiosity. <laughs> and, yeah. It's like, oh, it's banned. It must be really <laughs> effective if it's banned. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's you know, like or the, the insiders,
0: insiders guide that or the insider's guide to the swing that only the professionals know or the, uh, or, you know, something yeah. like that. So it's like, there's always some schlep on the outside. That's like, feels like, exactly. like you said, he's getting left out. So,
1: yeah. And that's a powerful motivator right there. The, yeah feeling left out. I mean, we've got word acronym, right? FOMO. Like yep. that's, that's right. People always feel like they're missing out. Mm-hmm. And if you can say, I've got the insider information, I'm going to give it to you. Yep. People are, man, they're just, they're yep. just all in. Yep. But yeah. Band is really powerful. Like if you, it, and it's got to be true. Mm-hmm. You, you need some proof that that happened. Um, you know, and sometimes that's where you can, you know, maybe you can manufacture that a little bit. Mm-hmm. by going really aggressive on an, like if you really wanted to, you could write an ad that's pretty aggressive and get it banned on Facebook. Sure. Just the one ad. Don't get your whole account banned. Mm-hmm. And then you could say, then you could use that just, in the future. Yeah, to to say, to even show, maybe get and a screenshot. And even show a screenshot. Yeah, yeah where it's <laughs> like, nope, can't use this. Right, right. Um, Anything like that. So you can manufacture some of these things mm-hmm. to be able to use the words, you know, more more Mm -hmm. effectively.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
1: these are great words. Just drip them in, sprinkle them throughout your copy. Yeah. Um, You know, you don't have to use all of them every time, just pick two or three that you could use in a letter or a headline or a subhead. Yeah. Um, Don't overdo it, you don't wanna try to fit all the words in one headline or something, that would get weird. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The secret illegal covert (laughs) undercover insider information, they don't want you to know about. They don't want you to know, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Don't want to go that far, but yeah. So <laughs> these are really powerful though, and and I forget to use them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have to kind of find the angle for them, but it's usually there. Yeah, if you're if you just look a little bit and mm-hmm. kind of think it because you're thinking kind of from a different angle. Yeah, when you write these, right. But very very powerful increases curiosity like crazy. FOMO, that's the key. FOMO, people have FOMO.
0: Yep. Um, so we'll post the, uh, maybe we'll post a list of these. So we just post a list on our show page over at uh, com. I'm trying to figure out, I always forget what episode we're on. Um, this would be... 270
1: 274. 4, 6, yeah. somewhere
0: in there. 274. I think it's 275. Yeah, this is. Okay. This will be two seventy. Yeah, this will be 275. There you go. So, (laughs) had to think about that for a second. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so episode 275, we'll have a list. If you want to go to it there, you can just swipe it. And uh, it's really good to just have as a reference guide whenever you're writing. When you sent, Sean sent me the, uh, um, he texted it to me. I was like, man, I got to see the link to that. Because I got to just like put that in my notes um, when I'm writing just to remember and look back to, so. Yeah. All, All right. right. Anything else? No, that wraps it up. So uh, good topics today, and yeah. uh, not so good beer, unfortunately. Maybe we'll have uh, maybe we'll have better next week. So
1: yeah, hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, one week till college football. Oh uh, yeah. Well, actually, no. This is zero it's weeks. Two weeks so we have. Uh, we we have some games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one mean, game over college, in. Uh,
0: I think Ireland this weekend. That's weird. Nebraska. That is weird. Um, so does
1: game day start this weekend? Uh, I yeah. I think
0: game day will be on uh, tomorrow morning yeah. just because yeah, there to. are, there's a handful of games, not many tomorrow, but yeah. there's a, there's a few. So
1: lots of prediction talk tomorrow on game day. Absolutely.
0: For yeah. sure. It, it gets fun. It gets fun. Yeah. And you see all the talk about the, uh, you know, the crazy headlines, the trigger headlines, man, you really start to oh, see yeah. it when the uh, season
1: starts. Yeah. If you want some good, like <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> style headline formulas just go to the college football world right now <laughs> yeah. and just start looking at all the different I mean, yeah i mean man amazing. there's so many sites that feed that industry it's just mm-hmm. it's amazing yep and fans you know, eat it out, man fans just eat it whether out. it's the 10 billion dollar contract Saban got that mm-hmm. he couldn't you know couldn't let Kirby smart have the highest contract
0: well yeah that's built into his contract that he has to be the highest paid coach in the sec so so
1: that's a good clause. To that's a nice contract. clause. <laughs> so you're like,
0: you're actually rooting for your, uh, for your, you know, your, your competitors out there to get pay raises, man. Yeah. He's
1: like, well, yeah, of course I'm going to train these guys to go get big money. Cause then I get more money.
0: Absolutely. Oh man. It's so, yeah, that like, it's like Tom Cruise <laughs> and his, his, uh, brilliant contract negotiations with, um, Paramount or whoever on his, his movie deals, you know, mm-hmm. it's just crazy. The kind of money that he gets where all these other actors are You know, I mean, they're making good money, but I mean, he gets—he's getting royalties big time. So
1: know your worth.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That's what it's all about. So, all right, I'll let you take us out.
0: Well, to all of our listeners, you can find us over at PersuasionByThePint.com. Again, you can find this episode on Episode 275, and uh, you can find us on all of your platforms: Stitcher Radio, iHeart, Spotify. Um, you can find us if you want to reach out to us through uh, email. It's persuasionbythepint at gmail.com. And our Facebook group is Persuasion by the Pint. Just click or just type that in on Facebook. You can find our group. But I hope everyone has a great weekend and uh, take care. See ya.